Uh, big weekend of rugby league. Joining us down the line to break it all down is Penrith Premiership player, former Western Red and current Triple M commentator, Mark Geyer, MG. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Matty. Mate, it's, uh, yeah, what a time of year, mate. It's um, the, the top four have found their way to the, the, the prelim finals. And, uh, um, look, I must confess that, um, you know, I think that Penrith and Melbourne, um, at the start of the season, I didn't expect them to be playing in a prelim. I thought maybe in the grand final. Um, but they're, they're going to meet each other a week early. And the Broncos will face the uh, story of the year, which is the uh, New Zealand Warriors. They've been fantastic. Hmm. Do you give the Storm any sort of a chance, or do we call it right now and say Penrith are making it to another grand final? <laughs> no, mate, you got to, you got to give... Uh, when, there, when there's a coach called T. Bellamy um, at the helm, you've got to pay um, all due respect, and any team that he coaches are going to be up to the, uh, up to the counter. You, you've got to know that. Uh, obviously, Penrith and Brisbane have both had that week off, so they've been, they've had a, you know, been afforded the luxury of that because... You get to this time of the year, and it's, it's arduous. You know, you've, you've got players, you've got players that are carrying injuries, and to have that week off, um, you know, you look at the likes of how close the Roosters got to Melbourne last week with a three or four of their star players. Um, you know, they limped to the, they limped to the line, the, the night kind of done the same, and uh, they gave us all they had. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't enough. Now we've got the four teams to finish the top four um, at the uh, end of the season proper, and both games, in particular the Broncos and the, uh, the Warriors, I think that's going to be a, a fantastic game. I, um, just something about me just suggests there could be a bit of destiny coming Warriors' way. Mm. Well, it's great to have three states represented still in the NRL, plus a country left in the preliminary finals. So great to see plenty of representation in the NRL right now. Um, the Storm, let's start there. Great win against... The Roosters on the weekend, 18-13, the final score. Will Warbrick was fantastic late with his try. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts, Storm? Good win. Roosters, valiant in defeat. I think you summed it up. Exactly. I think the Melbourne Storm, after that uh, performance they put in the week previously, um, when they were kind of humbled, um, I think they, by the, by the Broncos, they had to find something. And I think the... Inclusion of Remus Smith back into the team, um, Justin Holden back into the team. Um, they kind of looked a bit stronger in the back line. Um, they had the game control, and then the Roosters, I suppose, with Brandon Smith, they're playing against his old clubs, quite a try just before half time to make it, make it close. Um, then that went down to the young, as you mentioned, Warbrick, um, who has a bit of an AFL background in, in New Zealand, with the youngster. Um, and the way he got above the the young winger from uh, the Roosters to score that winning try with about two minutes to go was um, reminiscent of what we were seeing at the, at the G the night before. So, yeah, um, you know, Craig Bellamy is just a, you know, the master tactician. He's, uh, they, they did it without, um, you know, Jerome Hughes as well, which is uh, even, even more powerful for them. Um, he'll come back into that team, I'm pretty sure. It was only a, I think he was out with an illness, not an injury. Um, you know, and, and Penrith, you know, uh, at Acor Stadium, um, obviously, you know, nobody's going to give them a fight, uh, fight and a fight, but I, I, yeah, at the end of the day, I think Melbourne uh, is going to have, it's going to be a harder task. I think Penrith are just, you know, sitting there waiting and they're going to be, you know, there's no injuries. I think maybe Tago is the only one who could be out for the, for the Panthers. Uh, Jerome Lillard has made a remarkable 
remarkable recovery with that shoulder injury. This would be right the players. Yeah, bring on the premiums, buddy. This is the time of year where, as a sports person, you strive to achieve. And this is, um, you know, they've been uh, around this time, the, this neck of the woods, pretty constantly for the last few years. So I think the only thing to compete them is complacency. Mm. What's the uh, the health of Nathan Cleary? There was a finger concern. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. He, um, I think he just uh, popped his finger, you know, in a training mishap. Uh, dislocated it. They put it back in straight away. I'm pretty sure. Um, went to the hospital for, for, for precautions, uh, and they found that it'll be sweet. He just bandaged it up and away he goes. So um, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a final, a prelim final, or a grand final week without a bit of an injury scare to one of the camps. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> the people of the postcode two seven five eight, which I'm part of, uh, which is Penrith. Uh, all had a bit of a when the, when the news filtered through today that uh, Nathan Cleary was rushed to hospital. We all kind of until we read the story and found out about the story. We all kind of took a big deep breath, but um, uh, he'll be right, mate. He'll be ready to roll. When we take a look at the Roosters, how do you reflect on their season? MG, they just snuck into the finals. They had a good win against the Sharks in the opening week, and like I said, pretty good against the Storm. How do you reflect on their year? Um. Look, if I was giving them a mark out of 10, I'd probably give them a 7. Um, I think that the disruptions they caused upon themselves this year, i.e. Um, Samali Kalihi leaving for Union, uh, sorry, yeah, for, for Union. Um, then Young Sam Walker then dropped uh, Day game. Uh, it took them for took them about eight, nine weeks to recover from both of them happening, you know. And then, then we heard that, you know, Jason Ryan put it out. Uh, he wanted to. He was looking for St George's job, which never, never eventuated. Um, a couple of things that unlike unlike the Roosters, this happened. You know, I think that once they started getting all their, you know, their ducks and their drapes in, in in line, they started to play like the Roosters. We know how they can. They won, I think, seven in a row. Um, they started to look great. Sam Walker was back at the team. Tedesco was firing. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I think they'd be disappointed they didn't get the one more step. I think they they probably everyone thought they might have. Maddie, um, been playing this week at the start of the season. I think a lot of people tipped the the South and Roosters or the Penrith and South and Roosters. Or them three teams were mainly the favourites to play at the grand final. But yeah, look, it wasn't to be. Um, I, I think they'd be disappointed about the fight. Uh, inviting that we kind of got outside their four walls because it's very unlike the Roosters to, for us to know about what's going on, you know, in their, in their own domain. So they'll look back, they'll, they'll dissect their season. They've got a couple of uh, good players going there into um, Spencer Lingy from Penrith and Dominic Young from the, from the Knights. So um, good things for the Roosters. You, you think they're going to be there about again next year, um, you know, with a, with a full off season and all their players on hand, uh, they're going to be dangerous again. We're speaking to Mark Geyer here on Sports Drive this afternoon. MG, let's take a look at the Warriors' win against the Knights. Too strong in Auckland. 40-10, to 10, the final score. A great crowd, an early onslaught from the Warriors. The Knights clawed their way back, but another late barrage saw the Warriors winning by 30 points. Sean Johnson, in his return, fantastic. His passing was elite. MG, what did you make of the game? 
Yeah, it was sublime, Matty, to be honest. Um, you know, I think it was, if you can do that with one calf muscle and basically not even you know, playing cotton wool, it reminded me a lot of um, Cooper Cronk with that shoulder injury of his in the grand final a few years back and basically just managing the, t- managing the turn. And, and you've got to remember that this is, this, this has been a, a very tough season for the for the Warriors. Um, after uh, we've spoken at length to each other about you know their circumstances and what they've come from and what they've had to put up with over the last two, three seasons with COVID, and, um, they were they were the club most affected because they were out of their own country. Um, they were living in one stage they were at um, Redcliffe, then they were at, uh, they were out at Tamworth, then they settled at um, the Central Coast at Terrigal. Um, now that they're back on their home deck, every game that they've played at home this year has been an event. And, you know, they've, they've just captured the imagination of, of all New Zealanders. And Sean Johnson's been the man. Um, uh, Andrew has uh, taken a uh, big cut in the back as well because he's obviously unlocked a, 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 a pivotal link um, to their success. Um, but if you said to me at the start of this season, I'll, you know, and think if we're the season of the future, and Newcastle are going to play the Warriors in New Zealand for a chance to get to a prelim this year. I'd say, come on, you're joking. That'll be a thousand to one. But it happened. And um, it was off both their seasons um, having fantastic. Both these two clubs, I think, along with the Dolphins, have the imagination of, of everyone this year. Um, we throw, you know, throw uh, Penrith's third minor premiership in four years into the mix. And you've just got a competition that people love to watch. It's, 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 you know, the, uh, the attendance of games is up 22%. Um, viewership on, on you know, all the platforms has, has gone through the roof. Um, I, think the, I, think the, I think the Dolphins can you know, lay claim to having a real big say in why, why that happened because everyone just, if they, come, they started and, and, and lost three or four games in a row, well, it wouldn't have been the same territory. But they, they bet the roosters off the bat and one stage after four or five rounds, they were on top of the competition. So, I think a lot of other clubs feeded off that adrenaline, and I think two of the clubs that did uh, were the Warriors and the, the Newcastle Knights. And Newcastle Knights, out of that line, um, <clears throat> round uh, 17 or 18, they'll come in 15, and all of a sudden they win you know, nine, ten in a row, and they're one game away from Prudlin. So, uh, yeah, big tick for him, big tick for the uh, the Knights, uh, and a bigger tick for the, the Warriors who find themselves in Prudlin this weekend. Is it going to be too tough of an ask for the Warriors to have travelled to Penrith in the first week of the finals, then to New Zealand? They had a great home crowd in Auckland, but then they have to head over now to Suncorp Stadium in front of what is going to be a really lively crowd for the Brisbane Broncos. Is it going to be too tough of an ask doing all that travel? Um, my, my quick answer is yes, I think it would be. But, um, as I said, there's something magical about the, the Warriors this season. You know, the game they played earlier in the year, torrential rain, when they come back from 24 to 6 down or something against the Sharks, um, and beat them on the bell. It was kind of when it all started. Um, uh, yeah, we, we see how much the Knights enjoy their home crowd the week before. Uh, then we see the Knights go over and, and, and taste some of their own medicine in New Zealand. Well, unfortunately, for the New Zealand Warriors, they're going to take some of their own medicine in Suncorp this uh, Saturday night because you mentioned that you're right on the money. Uh, it's going to be parochial. It's going to have the atmosphere of an origin game. And, you know, I, I think if, if it was Newcastle, I, I think they would have 
winning so many games in a row, I think they, they had no much, not so much fuel left in the tank. But with the Warriors, you know, Sean Johnson missing a game last week before the, he played the, you know, the final semi. Um, they just look different at the moment, the Warriors. They just look like they've got a bounce in this step. And uh, I, look, I, I'm favouring both, you know, both the, the favourites and Brisbane, but um, I wouldn't shock me, imagine, to see one of them two teams not make the grand final. Um, I know it would be a big shock to the bookies and, you know, as far as odds go and stuff, but this competition has so many twists and turns that I just. Uh, and if I was going, to, if I was, if I had to put my neck on the line, so which one would be? I, I think it could be the Warriors upsetting the, the Broncos. Yeah, I, I feel as though it's set up now for a Panthers Broncos final, barring a miracle. Um, it just seems to be going that way. But as you know, as we've been talking about, anything can happen at this time of year. Uh, coming up on Friday night, five fifty WA time, it will be the Panthers and the Storm, and then a day later, at the same time, the Broncos. And the Warriors. MJ, a big thanks to you for joining us on the program this afternoon. Enjoy the rest of the finals. Go the Panthers. Big thanks to MJ for stopping by on the show today. Plenty still to come in the NRL finals. Hey, it's time for us to clear a break. Not to worry. Plenty more coming up on the other side of this.